Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is your boy, Logan, and today we are going to be talking about the MCU once again. Wow. And no, we're not talking about Spider-Man, which I know is something that everybody's looking forward to and wants to know more about, but bear with me. We'll eventually get back to it. But right now, we're just going to be covering... The Eternals, um, and mainly the box office, or box office, the, uh, review reception from critics thus far, so right now, The Eternals is sitting in, like, the low 70s range, and I'm just saying that because obviously this can fluctuate as time goes on, so I think putting a definitive number on it right now is just kind of pointless because it's still in fluctuation stage, but it's sitting in the low 70s, which is a very concerning thing considering the fact that this is a Marvel Studios movie. As we all know, Marvel Studios movies can range anywhere from like 90 to 80% on Rotten Tomato, which is, you know, relatively a good sign. And like I said, I'm not one of these people that trust critics. I don't think critics really look for what makes a good movie and or video game nowadays, critics are more so focused on a deeper message or focusing on diversity and a bunch of other shit, more so than the actual plot and characters um, today. That's why I don't trust critics, because they judge movies very differently from how me and normal, like, YouTubers review the movie. Um, but... The fact that the critics have this rated as a low 70 is a very uh, scary thing. Uh, I was listening to Armin from Comic Book Cast 2, and he was saying that he saw it around like a 68% at one point, so obviously the score has gone up since then. However, it is still a very concerning thing to have it in the low 70s. It did go back up, but it's still very low for an MCU movie. Now, here's my main problem with the Eternals. Number one, I don't know who the Eternals are. I'm a big Marvel, you know, comics, you know, geek and nerd, but I don't know every single character to have ever existed in Marvel, number one. And number two... I'm not interested in reading every single character that has existed in Marvel. Every character or group of characters is designed for a specific audience group. Spider-Man's very relatable for a lot of people, so that's why he's very famous, and he happens to be my favorite character. But everybody else tends to like other different characters. So when it comes to the Eternals, their fan base is nothing like Spider-Man or even Captain America or Iron Man for that matter. So you're having, number one, a movie about characters that most people are not familiar with. That's the number one thing I think about this movie that's a big struggle. You're trying to bring characters that a lot of people don't know about. Now, Shang-Chi, I would debate, is a much more well-known character than the Eternals. Um, At least I knew about Shang-Chi because in... The comic, Shang-Chi helped teach Spider-Man Kung Fu, in which he ended up making his own uh, Kung Fu fighting style called uh, The Way of the Spider, and it utilized a bunch of different, you know, martial arts techniques, but anyways... I knew who Shang-Chi was, and Shang-Chi was more prevalent than the Eternals were when it came to me growing up. 
So my major problems with the Eternals is A, I don't know about the characters in their comic origins, number one, which doesn't make me interested in them as characters. And number two, the movie's trailers have not told us much about the plot and the premise. Now, if you're somebody that knows about the Eternals and you've read the comics and you know the characters, you probably have a good idea about what's going on right now. But looking at what the critics are thinking and looking at, you know, my personal lens as to, because you got to differ the two obviously you can't mix them in one and say well this is what's being said me personally i don't have any interest in this movie it's not because it's a bad movie it's not because there is you know some stupid bullshit in the movie that makes no sense it's nothing like that at all i just don't i'm not a fan of the eternals i don't know who the eternals are i'm not a i guess you could say fan of them right i'm just i'm I don't know anything about them. I don't really want to. They don't really grab my interest. Um, they're just kind of intriguing uh, is the best thing that I can say about them, which isn't really saying much. Um, but I will obviously end up seeing this movie at some point. I don't think I'm going to go out in the theaters to see The Eternals. I will go out to see Spider-Man because that's an obvious one. But The Eternals is not a movie theater experience I really want to go and watch. The one thing about Shang-Chi that got me interested is, number one, I did have a little bit of background with that character from Spider-Man. And on top of that, um, his trailers looked interesting. The movie looked fun. And I was like, oh, this, you know, some good kung fu action. I'm a big kung fu movie fan. I've watched a lot of the Jackie Chan stuff back when I was younger. So a little bit of Bruce Lee and whatnot. So there was, you know, things to get me excited about, you know, Shang-Chi. But then when it comes to the Eternals and looking at what the, you know, critics are saying, it just seems like everybody's just like, okay, I mean, whatever. It's a Marvel movie. Just go see it, I guess, because of that reason, right? And that's the thing, like, if you're not interested in these characters or you don't really want to go out into theaters to watch something that you do or do not know will be a flop, don't go support it. Like, if we're talking about me, I'm not going to the theaters to watch The Eternals. I'll wait for it to come out on Disney Plus or just buy it on Blu-ray because I need to buy it for the MCU. doesn't mean I'm going to watch it a lot. Like, there are plenty of movies I have in my room right now that I don't watch at all, like Hardcore Henry. That was, like, a good one-time watch. I was always interested in seeing that movie just because of how different it was. But anyways, there are movies in my collection that I have that I don't watch, but I do have just because it's a part of a series. I am like that. Same thing when it comes to the Halloween franchise. I only like very few movies and can stomach only watching very few movies. Those being Halloween 1, 2, 2018, Halloween Kills. I can watch Halloween 3. I enjoy Halloween 3, but I don't consider it Halloween just because it's it's disconnected from the actual, like, Michael Myers and stuff like that. But, back on topic. So, when it comes to the Rotten Tomato score being at a low 70%, that doesn't really say a lot of good things about the movie. Um, that could range anywhere from confusion to public interest to maybe the story is just not that good. Um... And like I said, you know, I personally don't have any connection to the Eternals, so therefore this is not a movie I'm going to be, you know, trying to get into the theater to see or really hype up. It's not like Venom, it's not like Halloween Kills, it's not like um, Spider-Man where I want to see these movies and I've been waiting to see these movies for so many years. It's not like that. You know, Spider-Man, obviously I'm going to be there day one because it's my favorite superhero. I don't give a shit. Halloween Kills, I love Michael Myers, my favorite slasher. I'm gonna be there to see him kill people. Um, Venom, I enjoyed Venom. Um, I, w I would say Venom, out of every movie I've seen this year, Venom was probably my second to least hyped 
Uh, Shang-Chi would be my final or my last least hype movie of the year, but I thoroughly enjoyed that more than Venom. I won't lie. I did enjoy Shang-Chi more than Venom, but Venom was still fun and I liked it. I just thought it was a little too quick paced for my liking because while yes, Venom 1 had a very basic generic story, I enjoyed a little bit of that just to slow the pacing down a little bit and give a little bit more of a story. And I get, you know, Venom is supposed to be one of those like, you know, kind of low tier story, you know, telling skills, but I just felt like Venom Let There Be Carnage was just a little bit too quick for me, just a little bit, um, but yeah, that's really all I wanted to talk about, uh, was Eternals and their Rotten Tomato rating and kind of, like, where my thoughts and opinions are on the movie as of right now, because, like I said, they've been starting to ramp up the advertising a little bit, but I'm just not interested in seeing this movie. I'm just not, you know? Not everything MCU-related, I think, after Endgame is going to be, like, up my alley. Shang-Chi was, for, like I said, a few different reasons, so I went to see it. Spider-Man, obviously, but beyond Spider-Man, Shang-Chi, and characters we already know about, if Marvel starts introducing some things that I don't care about, like the Eternals, I'm not going to watch it. Moon Knight, I'm excited for that. Hawkeye, I'm excited for that. Like, there are things Marvel's coming out with that I'm excited about, but... The Eternals is not one of them. Actually, The Eternals, I think, is the first thing Marvel is putting out that I'm not excited about, other than Captain Marvel. And Captain Marvel just ended up being a boring movie for me. Um, so, if The Eternals can at least entertain me, um, it won't be rated as low as Captain Marvel. Because Captain Marvel was like one of those movies where it did really well because... Captain Marvel was advertised to be an endgame more than she was, which would therefore make her origin story a lot more like, oh, I need to see this. And also, it was wedged between two of the biggest fucking MCU movies, Infinity War and Endgame. And yeah, obviously people were like, well, shit, I need to fucking see this movie. You know, something important's gonna happen in it, and I'm gonna miss it. And then, you know, I'm gonna be, like, left behind when it comes to the MCU, and I'm not gonna know what's going on. And then you watch the movie, and you're like, I didn't need to watch this. In my opinion, I think Captain Marvel is just one of those films that I, you could really do without in the MCU. I'm hoping The Marvels is a much better and entertaining movie, but I don't know. Like I said, Marvel's slate coming up in the future is a little iffy, not even including the Sony stuff. Um, so, for me, at least when it comes to Marvel films, I'm not as excited about the future as I was when it came to Endgame, because you gotta remember, Endgame was being built up since Phase 1. Since the very beginning, okay, we got... Thanos being built up. When it comes to the MCU right now, we don't have another big bad. We don't have another big thing to drive us to go see these movies other than maybe Spider-Man or, you know, some of the older characters. At the end of the day, once you start bringing Daredevil back, um, you know, like the street-level heroes, Moon Knight, like once they start ramping up with shit like that, I'm going to be really invested again. But not so much because of their us building up to like this big finale sort of, you know, 10-year thing, but more so because the intrigue of different genres will be put in, like Morbius, for instance, from Sony. I'm interested in seeing Morbius, I think, more than Venom Let There Be Carnage, because Venom Let There Be Carnage doesn't have much of a story, like I said. It's a fun popcorn movie, but outside of that, there's no substance to the movie whatsoever. 
But when it comes to Morbius, I think that they could be doing something really cool there. And I'm very excited about Morbius. Um, considering the fact that I'm not a huge Morbius fan from the comic, and the only introduction I had to him was through the very shitty PS2-ported Spider-Man 3 game, which was not the best first impression, but that, you know, I'm I'm on board with the movie. Um, we know they're making a Craven movie with... Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, aka the guy that played Quicksilver in Avengers Endgame or Endgame, Avengers Age of Ultron and um, Kick Ass. He's playing Craven. We know the Venom's in the MCU now, so there's a lot to be played with when it comes to even Sony's side of things. So all I'm really doing is just sitting and waiting to see what happens. Um, so. Like I said, the Eternals right now is the one thing I'm just, I don't care about. Like, I'm not excited about the Eternals, and I could care less about the Eternals. I'm just not an Eternals guy. Never have been an Eternals guy. Um, but if the movie is good when I see it, like I said, it's not going to be in theaters. So if I end up seeing the movie, it'll be, like, when I get it for home. But, um... If it's good, I'll let you guys know, but I'm not seeing it in theaters, so do not expect a spoiler Eternals review when it comes out in theaters, because chances are I'm not going to watch it in theaters. Um, and I'm just going to be honest with you, if I'm not excited about something, I'm not going to review it for the podcast channel, because this is a hobby of mine. So obviously, if since I'm not getting paid to podcast... I'm not going to go spend money to review something that I'm not going to get compensated for if I, let's say, waste a few hours of my life watching a movie that I'm sleeping through or I just don't like. You know, while it's there for your entertainment, it's also, you know, I got to also save my money for more important things, too. So. Just letting you guys know that. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. And I will catch you all in the next one.